0: You may be seated. Welcome to the deep freeze. You know, I was amazed. Uh, I I do have to congratulate you. Because I was amazed yesterday evening as I uh, I turned on the TV and I watched the playoff game between Kansas City and the Dolphins. I expected when they panned the crowd to see just a meager little crowd because it was like 25, minus 25 degrees wind chill and I thought nobody would want to come out in that kind of weather just to watch a football game, as great as it is. But they panned the crowd and it was full. I don't think there was one seat that was empty. And I heard that there was 76,000 people there to watch that game. And I thought, oh, well, good. Then I know that we will have a house full too. Because every one of us are just as committed to being in the presence of the Lord as they were to watch the football game. And so you're here. And I commend you, and I know there are probably some that wanted to be here, but their car wouldn't start, maybe. Who knows? But I know that you all wanted to be here, you that online, I know that you wanted to be here as well. But uh, we have decided, we, we felt like the Holy Spirit was leading us to have a vision Sunday at the start of this new year, uh, just because... We want to refresh ourselves on what the Lord has done and what the Lord wants to do. It's very, very important that we have a vision. I want to look at Proverbs uh, twenty-nine, eighteen, in the King James Version, a scripture you're probably very much familiar with, where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. We've quoted that, but uh, I looked it up in different translations and that word, the people perish without a vision. Uh, Let me just give you some uh, of the, what the different translations rendered it. Uh, The American Standard Version says, where there's no vision, the people cast off restraint. The CEB says, where there's no vision, people get out of control. The Message Bible says they stumble all over themselves. And the Passion Translation says they quickly wander astray. So, when you put all those together, we see how important vision is because vision will keep us on track and it will keep us from getting off the track. It will keep us all together going in the same direction. And we know that this is important for the work of the Lord. and We'll see that later on. So uh, we just wanted to refresh your vision, maybe give you an insight into what the vision is of this house and how it started. Pastor Charlie and I, in uh, 1973, was living on a ranch south of Perryton And most of you have heard my story, how I was... Gloriously, supernaturally baptized in the Holy Spirit one uh, Easter night, was in 1973. And I met Jesus. I met him. He came into my room and I met Jesus and was baptized in the Holy Spirit. And that turned my life totally around. I didn't know how drastically it would, but it turned Charlie and I's life around totally. And from that moment forth, what we, we became so hungry, so hungry for the word of God. We got a hold of every cassette tape. Y'all, some of you don't know what a cassette tape is. We lived on cassette tapes. I have buckets and barrels of cassette tape in my attic. They're there, but I mean, we fed on that word. Brother Hagan, Kenneth Copeland, Jerry Seville, Fred Price, Charles Caps, anything we could get our hands on, we were so so hungry to be taught. Because we had known about God, we both had grown up in church. Charlie's pa- uh, father was a pastor. We grew up in church. We knew about God. We'd been born again early on in our lives. But I didn't know God. And I got hungry to know God. And when you're hungry to know God, you will eat everything that you can get your hands on to build up your spirit and cause you to know God in a better way. And so ultimately, you know our story, how we, uh, we Pastor, went to Ramah Bible Training Center. Um, we left there and... Uh, moved to Perryton, then we were there for a little while, and then God directed us to come to Guyman. We didn't know why, but we just knew we were supposed to be here. And when we got here, we realized that, I'm not going to any details, you already heard the story, but, but God showed us, yes, we were to start a church. So in, uh, on November the 6th, 1977, we had our first church service as Victory Center. Looking back at that, looking back at Charlie and I's conversation, and the why that we wanted to start a church was because we wanted to teach people the same thing that we had been taught. And so we, our vision started by saying, we just want to see people walk in victory. So if you want to know how this vision started for Victory Center, it was started with our victory and our desire to see your victory. And this vision has never changed. We still, that's our central point And I'll go into that a little bit more later, but uh, what we wanted to start with this morning, besides just, I wanted to just give you a little background, we have people here that might not have known that story. There's a lot more details to it, and I love to tell stories, so get me aside, and I will spend three or four hours with you and tell you that story. But it was an awesome, awesome walk with the Lord for us to come to Gaiman. So what we wanted to do for, uh, vi- for Vision Sunday was to let you know how the vision started, and then we wanted to give you a little bit of an update on what's go- going on behind the scenes, especially this last year. What a year it has been. Eugene, if you'll go ahead and come up. Eugene's going to share some uh, events with you. He's going to share some statistics, uh, some things that I feel like that will give you a greater opportunity to know what Victory Center is all about. So I'm going to turn it over to him for just a few minutes.
1: Thank you, Pastor Margaret. Um, As she said, uh, it's my intention and my goal today is to take us on a little bit of a journey, uh, looking back at the year uh, that we've just come through. And but then also to make a transition and for a few minutes maybe look ahead at the year that we have in front of us. Um, the first thing I want to do, though, is take, you, take us to Ephesians chapter 1, uh, verses 20 through 23. Now, this is out of the Message Bible. I really, really, really love uh, how this scripture ends and, and the message that it gives us. So let's read here, uh, starting Uh, There with verse 20. All this energy issues from Christ. God raised him from death and set him on a throne in deep heaven. In charge of running the universe, everything from galaxies to governments. No name and no power is exempt from his rule. And not just for the time being, but forever. Forever. Not just for the time being, but forever. He is in charge of it all. Has the final word on everything. At the center of all this, Christ rules the church. The church, you see, is not peripheral to the world. But the world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body in which he speaks and he acts, by which, by which he fills everything with his presence. Amen. Such a tremendous verse, such a tremendous truth, because it opens our eyes to the idea that it is Christ working in and through us that he will accomplish his will His purpose and His presence will be shown to all mankind, to the lost people across this world, is through His church. That last sentence in that scripture brings to the light that we, that you and I, you need to embrace this. I need to embrace this fact that we are Christ's body. And it is by us, it is through us, that He speaks and acts. It is by that body that he fills everything with his presence. It is him working through you and I, the church, by which he will build his kingdom. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the privilege and the honor that you have given us, your people, to represent you and to go into the world and to see your will done and your kingdom come on earth. As it is in heaven, I thank you, Lord God, that it is you, Father, enabling us, me, the people in this room, those who are joining us online today, you, Father God, are working in us and through us, fulfilling your will and your purpose on this earth. We are the church, and I thank you, Father God, that, that, that as we submit to you and as we are willing to be obedient to you, Father, we will see your will done in Jesus' name, amen. Well, you may be sitting here today and you're thinking to yourself, ah, I just I don't connect with that. I don't, I don't get that. I don't see that. I maybe maybe you're here, maybe here on, online, and you said, How am I personally building the kingdom? How am I making a difference? And so I would like for a few minutes to visit with you about the impact that you are having this church. The church Victory Center, the impact that we're having, how your time, how your efforts, and how your giving has had and is having a a tremendous effect in seeing the gospel presented here in Gaiman, in this nation, and across this world. The church is people like you and I who are bringing our individual talents, our callings, our purposes, our dreams, and destinies to bear as a team To fulfill God's plan and purpose, I fully, truly, 100% believe that we are better together. And that better together happens and is fulfilled when we as a church come together because it is impossible, I believe, to see His will done outside of this community. Now, can we be effective individually? Absolutely. And as, as individuals, we go out into the world, but we do so as members of a church, pulling together, standing together, and, and receiving God's plan and vision for us as a group of people. Together, we are having an effect in local missions and ministries, national ministries, and worldwide mission, miss, missions. Together, we have invested over $30,000 locally through such ministries as helping those in need through benevolence, contributions to the Oaks of Mamory, Loaves of Fishes, the Hope Pregnancy Center, Panhandle Services for Children, local and state prison ministries, and several needs right here at Victor Center for single parents and for widows. Together, we have invested over $28,000 to national causes to see the kingdom of God built through our sister churches and also support for Christians United for Israel, which is a national organization dedicated to the cause of Israel right here in the United States. Over 1000 a month is invested to see the word of God that broadcast through the Kingdom Keys network out of Amarillo. Together, we have invested $28,000 to international, worldwide mission work. Here is a quick update from the mission field.
2: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Misha Tominde reporting from Sierra. Here, we're having this little meeting. Children are just having a good time. They're eating, getting some meals. So we just want to thank you, oh, Victory Center, Pastor Brad, and the World Harvest. Just been a blessing it's been a long time since you guys been helping us and you're still helping us and we just want to give you just to say thank you very much and also to let you know that uh, the work is still in the process the school is not finished yet so we are having materials which we are supposed to bring in they've already been packed in boxes which we are planning also to build a library way back there where we have planted corn we decided not to leave the, the ground empty but the dish that we, it is a stable for the, for the Kenyan people, they feed on Ugali. Ugali is cornmeal. Oh, yes, you call it Auntie Jemima. So this is a big forest here we are having. Uh, These trees are around to eight years, isn't that right? Yeah, just about eight years. This is a piece of property that Victory Center helped us. Oh, man, thank you very much. We really appreciate you people. These trees are going to help us when we are going to start the construction of the second phase of the School of Ministry. We'll be needing timber for the construction. So we'll come here with the power saw and just be able to cut for ourselves some timber here, make some timber for ourselves. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, Victory Center, we thank you very much. God bless you for your support. Hello.
0: I'm Wilma Parnell, and um, at the present we're in Uganda. Um, When Rex died, we only had nine churches there. But he always said, if you plant a seed in the ground, you'll reap a harvest. And our harvest now is 54 churches. And I'm so thankful for all the people that have supported us through the years. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you and God
3: bless you. A very happy new year to uh, you, all our friends and partners uh, at Victoria Center. My name is Pastor David Kamans, and I wanted to give you a year review of how your partnering with us has been, has changed many lives. You uh, joined us when our school was shut down during COVID-19. We had a temporary church school where we were educating most of our children. Uh, We run a a child care uh, tower of faith, often care uh, where we give these babies, education, shelter. We recently rescued baby Teresa and we're changing our lives. And so by you uh, joining us through Pastor Brad, you've stepped up our giving. And this enabled us to give an education by uniforms, school supplies to the children and and some meals to those who have meals at school. We want to say thank you. Thank you. Your giving is changing lives. And so thank you for joining us in the year 2023. And we're believing God also for the year 2024 to change many lives. And so but we wanted to thank you. Thank you for joining us and God bless you. Amen. Amen.
1: That's what you're a part of, folks. Did you know that because of you, Victory Center is able to show love and support? When we support individuals or families who've had a birthday or an anniversary or perhaps have lost a loved one, the card reads, Victory Center family, Church Family. That is you. Whether they know it or even you know it, we are showing love and support to our church family and the community by together investing over $15,000 in those ways. We are building God's kingdom one gift at a time. We thank you so much for your generosity and willingness to partner with one another. You are a generous people. Victory Center is a generous church. We are helping, supporting, and encouraging together, investing over $100,000 in 2023 into the kingdom. So thank you so much for your commitment, your dedication, and your willingness to partner with one another, with us, all doing our part, pulling together and fulfilling God's will and plan and purpose. In Mark 16, when Jesus was speaking to the disciples and giving them their marching orders, he gives them and us this statement, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Together here at Victor Center, because of your time, because of your energy, and because of your financial support, we are fulfilling that great commission. Because you give financially, and because you sit behind a camera, behind a a computer screen, you are part of spreading the word through podcasts and radio and online streaming via the website, our website, our Facebook, and YouTube. Podcast of our service during 2023 was downloaded just under 2,000 times. I lost my spot. <laughs> and it goes to six different countries. We've reached over 25,000 people in many different countries and also in many different states. It's hard for you to see those numbers, but those are the the, 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 the specifics of how, of, of, of the times that people have uh, of downloaded something or they've watched something. Uh it's it's the statistics there for the different states, how much time they watched and so on and so forth. But this is the reach that that we've got right here out of Little O Simple guyman Oklahoma, Amen.
0: Victor Center,
1: we are reaching the world. Amen. Our streams and podcasts have had over eight hundred hours watched all over the world. And our audio and visual, video messages that have been aired over the last 10 years are still being downloaded and they're still being viewed folks you are making a difference you are making a difference so speaking of making a difference we cannot forget that together we have accomplished this amazing feat of seeing this building finished and functioning as the home and the house of the victor center church family So I would like to speak to that accomplishment for a few minutes. In 2023, in one year alone, $778,823, or 17% of the entire project, in 2023 alone, 17% of the entire project was paid towards the total investment. So that might not impress you, 17%, you think, well, that doesn't mean a whole lot. $778,823 is over 50% of what we still have of of the debt outstanding that we've got on, on construction. So thank you so much for your commitment, your faithfulness, and your dedication to being a part of what God is doing right here through the church family. We are better together. We are the church. While we may plan, while man may plan his way, God directs our steps. Some of, those, some of those accomplishments right here in 2023 here in this new building were a sunrise, Easter service, the amazing accomplishment of moving out of the old building and into this new one. Our dedication service was on August 6th. Our open house was on August 19th, and the grand opening on August 20th. Folks, August was a busy month around here. <laughs> so thank you all so much, especially if you were able to help, help move stuff from one building to the next. It was, I'll be honest with you. I lost a lot of sleep over that. Just the idea of it, you know, coming up to August, it was it was a weight on me. And let me tell you, looking back, the way you guys have come alongside, the way you guys have supported, the way that, that this church family has has made a hand in making all that happen, it was just just nothing short of an absolute miracle. So we can't thank God and so we can thank God for the safe and secure area that we have now in this building for our children. Amen? Amen. For our, for our children's programs, we have lots of bathrooms. Guys, I guarantee you, uh, I doubt any one of you have had to wait in line to use the bathroom. That is a praise the Lord. I will tell you that for a fact. Lots of parking right here, and there's this room for lots of extra events. This building, which is our church home, is dedicated to the purpose of serving God's kingdom. Examples of that are allowing another church to use this facility for a large funeral that they had. It has been the home of a citywide youth rally, a citywide revival meeting, a multi-church ministry school, and a host location for the area ministerial alliance meetings. And that's just since August. All of that since August. So now I'm going to transition into part two. What does 2024 look like? 2023, praise God, was an amazing year. Much was accomplished. Much was accomplished because of your faithfulness, your dedication, and your commitment. 2024 is a year that we can look forward to with great expectation, great anticipation, and excitement, because of what God is doing and because of your willingness to be obedient to Him. The idea of building God's kingdom, it is noble and it is honorable, but it's just a slogan without a practical approach. Together, we will build God's kingdom one victory at a time by continuing to focus on teaching the Word, by continuing to be mission-minded, And continuing to allow God to use this building for his purpose. We are teachers of the word. If nothing else can be said about Victor Center, we want it to be. Those people over there at Victor Center, they teach the word. The word is what sets us free. We will continue to use technology to spread the good news. So if you are today right now, right now today, if you are involved in the technology department, maybe you sit behind a camera, you work in the sound booth or the TV room, or involved in that in any way, thank you so much. Your efforts are being effective. And if perhaps you're sitting in this room and you say, "I want to be a part of that, we invite you to please let us know. We will plug you in. We have a vibrant children's ministry that we want to have you a part of. And if you're in this room today, sitting here, and you are part of our existing children's ministry, thank you so much. Thank you for being a part of that. We are committed to building stronger marriages through such vehicles as the EXO Conference, which is coming up in, in February. My personal philosophy is that your effectiveness in the kingdom is directly related to the strength of your marriage. Because if you're fussing inwardly, you aren't focused outwardly. It's why the marriage relationship is targeted by the, by the enemy so viciously and why he's distorted completely the idea of what marriage is. While this church won't save anyone, we believe that the message presented here certainly can and does. So we want to create more opportunities and encourage everyone to prayerfully consider bringing someone to church, making it your aim, your vision, your goal to bring someone to church in 2023. But more than that, but more than that, coming along somebody, coming alongside someone, prayerfully asking God, how can I make a difference? Yes, bring them to church, but you are the light of the world. You are the light of the gospel. You have the capacity to let God speak through you and make a difference in somebody's life. The upcoming winter conference with Chip Brim, the Sunday after next, that's not next Sunday, but the next one, Pastor Chip Brim will be here. It is an opportunity to put into practice this goal. Bring someone to church. Bring somebody right here to Victory Center and allow them to be exposed to the gospel, be exposed to the gift that God has placed and, and is working through Pastor Brim. Opportunities connect are a vital way the kingdom is built, both in our lives and our personal discipleship both in our lives by our personal discipleship and also in the lives of others. We have several ways to connect on Wednesday nights, Spanish Bible study, Shedding Shame with Martha Newman, Christ in You by, uh, with, with, with Terry Grice, the study of Genesis via video uh, by me. And our intention is to be mission-minded. Our intention to be mission-minded is to remind ourselves that while our personal spiritual growth is very, very important. We must always remember the Great Commission and realize that we are here to see His kingdom built locally, nationally, and internationally. We will continue to support missionaries, continue to work with other churches in our community, and pursue opportunities to personally and physically take the gospel into other countries, such as Guatemala. It is my pleasure to announce... That Victory Center will be participating with World Harvest in Enid and in Stillwater on a Guatemala mission trip this summer. It is open to anyone over the age of 12, and it is reasonably priced. $1,800 is not expensive. I think to go to Africa, it's ten grand or more. Way more, probably. It is reasonably priced and a chance to be personally involved in mission work. More information will be available. It will be available to you here in the upcoming weeks. We will have sign-up sheets, and we will be talking more about our trip to Guatemala. I would encourage everybody to be prayerfully considered. Lord, how would you have me to be part of seeing the gospel taking, not just participating with my dollars, but participating with my time. So I'll end today by letting you know that in 2020-2024, 2024 and beyond, we will continue to be, allow God to show us, to show Himself faithful, and to show us how that we can work at paying off the indebtedness incurred through the building of the, the construction of this building. Currently, we owe one million four hundred and sixty-one thousand seven hundred and forty-five dollars. So please pray for our direction and favor as we navigate the sale of the Fifth Street building and we navigate the sale of, of property that we have north of town. I feel like that, properly done, we can cut that to well under $1 million very easily. Now, understand. That sounds like a big number. I understand. But we're in a building right here today. We are enjoying a building that we paid 4661000 and some change. You did that, folks. You were part of that. Amen. This is an amazing building. We are so blessed to be here. But you know what? It doesn't end there. It's for his kingdom, for his glory, and to see his word invested in the lives of people, to see chains broken off of people's lives, and to see captives set free. My final thought for you today is you are Victory Center. You are necessary because your gift, your calling, your abilities, your dreams, and your destiny are for the purpose of fulfilling God's plan and and purpose, not just for your life, not just to see yourself on, on Comfort Street, but it is because you have the ability to influence people that you touch every day for the kingdom of God. We are truly better together because together is how we accomplish what God has called us to do. Together is how we are each fulfilled and together is how we will finish this race.
0: Amen. Thank you. Well, if, uh, just turn to someone and give them a high five. I don't normally do this, but you know what? We've done well with the power of God working in us. I'm excited for what lies ahead. So we wanted to just give you a little behind the scenes. Some of you probably didn't know all that was going on here at Victory Center and all that you're a part of, but you didn't know that all of these people were being supported. And, you know, if you were ever here uh, a full day, In the office, you would see a stream of people coming through that needs help. And we as a church, we help them as much as we can. We're always helping someone. And so we just want to thank all of you for what you have done, maybe in using your gift to help us, but your financial gift as well. We certainly can't do it without you. God can't do it without you. That's the part. So I want to just kind of end this uh, service this morning with a little bit of a vision for 2024, what lies ahead. You know, we, we, we saw some things, uh, some statistics and things, but you know the most important thing that we can do and have a vision for is what are we going to do spiritually here at Victory Center. So... Uh, First of all, I want to just give you a word of the Lord that He gave to me in uh, December of last year, on the fifth. Some of us may not know where we fit in to the body of Christ as a church. You know, we look around at other churches and and they may ju- i mean they're preaching the gospel and they're getting people saved and and uh, we look here and we think, well, we're getting people saved, but but not by the handfuls or not by the thousands. Where do we fit in? And so the Lord gave me this word, and I want to read it to you. He said, "I have called you to be a teaching church. Surprise! Part of the Great Commission is to disciple converts. That's your assignment." When you operate in what you've been called to do, you experience the unforced rhythms of grace. As you are faithful to your calling, I will trust you with my babies. Just teach the word and you will be successful and fulfill your part in the kingdom of God. You know, God has placed us here with that mandate And so I just want to bring us all together under this one vision. We are here to disciple and teach the body of Christ and new converts. That's our main purpose. I'm going to look at uh, Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20, because we all know about the Great Commission. Now, this was out, out of the mouth of our Master, the Lord Jesus Christ, just before he went to heaven. And he said to them and to us, go then and make disciples of all the nations. Making a disciple is different than making a convert. Now they have to be converted first to become a disciple. But just because they are a convert doesn't mean that they will be a disciple. Because there's more to it than just the dis- becoming a convert. He said, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and we're going to be having a baptism in a little bit. But this is the part where we fit in. Teaching them to observe everything, this is Jesus talking, that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you all the days I like the amplified, it amplifies. Perpetually, uniformly, doesn't leave anybody out, and on every occasion, Jesus will be with us and to the very close and consummation of the age. And we say, amen. And we as a church say, so be it. So just to identify who we are, we're a teaching church. That doesn't mean we don't get people saved, but you're going to see in just a minute that necess- that is probably your part. So in uh, May of uh, last year, I was lying in bed and and I started feeling the spirit of God in in the room more so than normal. And I got up out of bed, and just as I got out of bed, I heard the voice of the Lord. And he said this, I am coming soon. Get my people ready. If you get them ready for my coming, they will be ready for anything. And we know that we don't know what's going to happen in this world. It is a scary place out there. We don't know what we're going to have to face. Hopefully nothing, but we do know that God is with us. And we do know that he will protect us. He will prosper us. He will heal us. He will be with us to set us apart. But the part that was so important to me when I heard God, he said, get my people ready for my coming because we don't know when the coming is. But get my people ready for my coming, and they'll be ready for anything. And so in uh, 2024, I, I've kind of jotted down a couple of things that I think is important for us as a body. You, mem- I don't know if you all remember, and some of you weren't even alive probably. I think it was like in the 60s, when the civil rights movement started. You know, I've been through all of them, so I know. But you remember Martin Luther King, he stood up. Remember his famous speech that says, I have a dream? And then he he gave that dream. You know what he was doing? He was creating vision. And you know what? His dream has come to pass. I mean, it it may not be perfectly completed, but he shared his dream. And today I want to share my dream, and I believe God's dream for Victory Center. I have a dream. My number one dream is this, that we at Victory Center walk in unity. Unity. I don't know if I understood how important this was to God until this last Wednesday. Every Wednesday morning at 8 o'clock, Billy Brim has a prayer call that you can call in and listen to this prayer call. It lasts about an hour or an hour and a half. And she prays in tongues for uh, 15 or 20 minutes. And there's this man, his first language is Arabic. Arabic. And he listens in on the prayer call too. And he uh, hears Sister Billy praying in tongues, but he hears her in Arabic. And he writes down what is being said in Arabic. Uh, in Arab, What she said in Arabic, he writes it down in English. And so we have a direct word from God to the church. That's what the gift of... The gift of tongues and interpretation is. This is a a pure demonstration of the gifts of tongues and interpretation. And so I love it because when I'm writing down what God has said, it's like, God, you're speaking to us. You're telling us something that we need to know as a church. So this last Wednesday, almost the whole word from the Lord had to do with unity. And he said, that, uh, this is just one of the different uh, statements that God made. This is the year of unity. Church, this is the year to be one in me. So, it's God's dream, as well as our dream, to have unity in the church. Um, you know what, Psalms 100." Uh, 33. I don't think we'll take time to read it all, but it talks about how precious it is when the brethren comes together in unity. And it's like the anointing oil that flows from the head all the way through the body of the priest, and it produces a blessing. Verse 3. The Lord has commanded a blessing forevermore upon that place where there's unity. And you know, in Genesis 11th chapter, whenever the Tower of Babel was being, uh, when they were building the Tower of Babel, God came down just to see what was going on. And he was alarmed, because these were ungodly people doing ungodly things. But he made this statement. He said, because they are one, now, nothing that they have imagined that they can do will be impossible. Why do you think that's God's dream? For his body? Because now, when we get into unity, there is nothing impossible that we can imagine that we can do. I mean, we can pay off $1 million easy, right? Amen, because God is with us and he owns silver, gold cattle. He knows how to get resources to us. We will have it paid off. You will be amazed, we'll be amazed. God is good and he will do it. Jesus had a dream. In John, the 17th chapter, he shares his dream. As he was praying towards God, he and God were talking and the disciples were listening in. He said five times in that chapter, I pray that they will be one. And he said it that for the reason, because the world is looking on. So my dream is this. You see, the children of Israel, they didn't know how to be one. They had problems. They were always murmuring and complaining. Two major things that they would murmur and complain about. The way things were going that they didn't like, and the leadership. And so they were complaining, you know, that didn't work out too well for them. Some of them got swallowed up. The the ground, the earth opened up and swallowed a bunch of them. I mean, that can't be good. And there was then the ultimate results of their disunity was they didn't get what God promised. They did not fulfill what God had so wonderfully promised them. They did not get to go into the promised land. So my dream is this, and I believe it's God's dream, and I know it's Jesus' dream, that we all here at Victory Center, that we walk in unity. You know what that means? We don't get in our little groups and we complain, you know, I wish that we would do this. We should be doing this. We should be doing this. Um, you know what the, the, the antidote for that is? You know what the remedy is for that? It's in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, starting in uh, verse 18. In Ephesians six eighteen, it says this. Pray at all times, on every occasion, in every season, in the Spirit, with all manner of prayer and entreaty. To that end, keep alert, watch with strong purpose and perseverance, interceding in behalf of all the saints, God's consecrated people. This is Paul talking, verse 19, and he says this, and Pray also for me, that freedom of utterance may be given me, that I may open my mouth to proclaim boldly the mystery of the good news, the gospel. If you don't like something that's going on, your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to pray. Pray for the leaders of this church. Wow, I had no idea how many decisions a leader has to make. In the last two years, wow, have my eyes ever been opened. And I just thought to myself, they didn't pay my husband enough. (laughs) Well, they actually did, but uh, it's a big job. You know, I don't know how many kids you guys have, but... uh, I had three and I thought I had my hands full, but what if you had a hundred or 200 kids? You think that would be a job to keep them all happy? All of them? You know, we need a lot of prayer, but pray for one another too. You know, every one of us, we need prayer. Why? Because we need God. We need God involved. And then uh, I just want to uh, reiterate something that I shared last Sunday. Our purpose. This is part of my dream. In Philippians, the third chapter, the tenth verse, I want to go over this just one more time. Because this, this should be our dream, our goal, our purpose. And this is Paul talking. And he said, for my determined purpose is that I may know him. My dream is that every single one of you are seeking to know God more. That by the time 2024 is over, you will know him better than you did last year. And then it amplifies it saying this, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. And that I may in that same way come to know the power outflowing. So number one is to know him. That's number two is to know the power outflowing. Remember as we started, uh, as we moved into this building and we had the dedication and I shared the word that the Lord had given me that this is new wineskin, that this building is new wineskin. And so, uh, you know, we can expand because it's new wineskin. It is just a wineskin. But it's what you put in it that's, in, that's important. And just recently, the Lord began to impress on me, now it's time to put the wine in, the new wine in, the new wine skin. How do you do that? Well, on the day of Pentecost, when they came out with the, under the power of the Holy Spirit, people looking on said, I think they're drunk with new wine. Indicating that the Holy Spirit is the new wine. And the Holy Spirit never leaves people the same. When he starts and works in people's lives, he doesn't leave them the same. They keep expanding. They keep growing. Neither does he leave a church the same. We're going to keep expanding and we're going to keep growing. And we're going to keep knowing who God is and who he has called us to be. I said many times, it's not, the most important thing is not on what you do. It's what you become. And that's what, once you become, then you will do. You will do what God's called you to do. And so, I guess one of the things that I want to impress on every one of us this morning is this. God's called you to be something so that you can do something.